That was our very own Vince playing the Andy Timmons Halo. Let's get into it. Howdy and welcome back to another episode of the official Effects Pedal Fan Club Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Vince. And if you love effects pedals, uh, welcome to the club. And if you love hearing guys, uh, two buddies talk about effects pedals, um, subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends. Absolutely. So we're just uh, spreading the love here about effects pedals. And um, we're actually just jamming just a second ago, right, Vince? Yeah. Uh, Before we got into the episode. Because actually this episode will be, I can't say it's going to be a deep dive into the new Robert Keeley, Andy Timmons signature halo because we just got our hands on it. But it's going to be a discussion about how rad it is. Yeah, definitely. It's dope. Um, but before we do that, some quick housekeeping. Uh, what's our what's the hotline? The hotline. Yeah, if you want to call and leave a message, uh, tell us about your pedal board or tell us about a pedal you just got you're excited excited about. Um, you call one six zero nine eight hundred fans. That's one six zero nine eight hundred three two six seven. You can leave us a message and we'll play it on the podcast. That's right. And um, also, Vince, I just got us business cards made. Yes. So you're going to be able to find that hotline message at guitar dealers around the Denver, Colorado Front Range area here real soon. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and some sick stickers. Um, so th- look for those. Look for those. I love swag. Love some swag. <laughs> um, and then also you can follow us at um, on Instagram at Effects Pedal Fan Club. And also, if you have a second, comment on if you like our new um, green pink background alternating scheme i'm pretty hip to it right now but it definitely it's a tough one to manage vince (laughs) yeah um yeah so if you like it let us know uh we'll have some new um photos out here in just a bit but uh vince real quick question i had for you regarding this Mm -hmm. and it just slipped my mind oh no i wanted to tell you let's give a shout out to some of our uh, new followers Okay. Right. Uh, we just uh, just uh, joined us here um, on Instagram. Moto Enduro Man. Moto Enduro Man. M O T O Enduro Man. I love that. Uh, <laughs> I love that name. I'm just. I mean, it looks like he does some like GT, like um, what is it, GS style kind of adventure motorcycling. Because oh. you you know bikes. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. So moto is reference to like long trail riding, right? Yeah. Um, what kind of you what kind of motorcycle did you have back in the day? I mean, I had a lot. I had an enduro. Your dad's into enduros, right? Yeah, yeah. Or he's into motorcycles in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we all like we used to ride enduros. I had uh, I had a couple trials bikes. I had, um, and then I had like a Honda CR two fifty. Oh, okay. Yeah. So moto enduro like, man is right up your alley. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can get down. Kindred spirits. Um. So and then also. Handy dot effects, which I think you might want to check out because he is a builder, handcrafted guitar pedals out of New Hampshire, USA. So handy dot effects, and then Marcel Washington Silva. I'm not sure where Marcel's out of. Somewhere Spanish speaking, um, but yeah, looks like a super super cool guy. Uh, we had a, like a huge spike in what looked to be uh, South American I was wondering like, followers, and I wasn't sure how it was uh, where it came from, but it was rad because it was uh, it was while we were traveling. Oh, it was right because it was while we were traveling for your wedding. Yeah, we had so we ended up many... seeing a, a ton of them. Yeah, yeah, which I was, was so cool. That's what's cool about it. Like the the club is international. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's international. Uh, it's an international club, and also just the fact that music and guitars and and this passion for music and creating is international. And I think maybe, 
hopefully brings us all a little closer together, which yeah. is something I'd, we need right now. I'd like to say universal. It's universal. It really is, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're listening to this podcast and you're part of the club, yeah, we are all friends. Um, so yeah, let's uh, give a shout out to them. Oh yeah, and She Wolf of like OV Denver. Uh, it's a doom metal band, and they are. I'm not sure if it's a single person or a band, but. They yeah, I saw that heavy I, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was checking out their uh, their Instagram when they followed because I was like, "Oh, what is this?" Yep, She Wolf of Denver is uh, definitely um, pretty heavy hitting doom metal. Great, great people. So, anyways, at Effects Pedal Fan Club, if you want to uh, join us there, and uh, Vince, before we get into the Halo, I really got turned on to this. Um, well, I had an I well, I had the old Mesa Boogie stereo power amp. Yeah. And then that pedal show, McTaylor's signature amp now is basically he got me turned on to this Kingsley thing, right? Yep. Where you're taking a preamp pedal and not like a preamp pedal that sounds like an amp, but like a true preamp. Uh-huh. And run it into the uh, the power amp, and that's what Vince and I were just jamming. So go yeah. ahead, Vince, tell us tell us a little bit about what that sounds like. I mean, that this was my first instance of taking a preamp pedal into just a power amp yep. that doesn't have a preamp um and it was i mean amazing yeah like it was really incredible because i you know i didn't know what to expect mm-hmm. being my first time you know like I, maybe i've heard it before and just didn't know it but i mean it was definitely yeah. I, it's special it's, um, it is it's, special it's really uh i mean the tone is pure it is pure it's there's great definition to it which yeah. is crazy um but it's got me kind of like tripping a little bit on this because so when you're you're going down this road or when I was going down this road, I was worried that like, can you just plug a guitar into a power amp? Like and the answer is yes, you can. Yeah. It sounds really weak and horrible, but my brain was like, Oh, I'm gonna damage the speaker, you know, it's like mm-hmm. a, I'm gonna damage the power amp. Nothing of that nature happened. But then you heard it when I was just playing through the power amp and yeah. then you turn on the in this case the Kingsley Maiden D which yeah. is a Dumble style clean preamp. Yeah. It's I mean it's I mean night and day is not even the 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 right contrast. It's I don't I mean you But that's know the closest it. you can get in words that's to it to, to describe words what you hear amp. sonically. It is uh I mean it's just like the if you've ever seen an eclipse it's like that. <laughs> oh, you know the universe yeah. just rips open, there's a hole in the universe and everything's changed. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just it was just interesting to hear your guitar through a power amp, sans preamp, and then you kick that preamp, and then you get the EQ, you get the impedance lift, you get all that. So um, just so our listeners know, I'm going right into the Maiden D. Actually, I'm going into a tuner, then into the Maiden D, and then also I did the full Dumble thing, and I have the Page DS, so it's basically a full Dumble circuit into the Andy Timmons Halo, into the power amp. Okay. Well, there's a split in there too, so we have the whole wet dry because it's a stereo cabinet that I used to have from my punk rock, well, my shoegaze days in a band called Gypsy Whistle. Um, yeah, so I took a bunch of old stuff, repurposed it, and made a really cool wet dry rig. Yeah, we'll get it, into that later. But it's a, uh, it's rad and real fun to play. It's rad and real fun to play. Yeah, I was thinking about it because, like, you know, Mesa Boogie also makes a uh, 20 watt um, stereo power amp. Okay. So you could almost do it where you have in the same rack unit, you could have a 50 watt that can run in higher low power mode or a 20 watt that can run in high or low power mode. So you could have a 10 watt amp, a 20 watt amp, a 25 watt amp, or a 50 watt amp. All in the same stack. All in the same stack. I mean, taking up two 
like well, two the, U probably three U. Yeah, the fifty fifty takes up two units. Oh yeah, it does. And then the um the twenty twenty only probably takes, takes up, up one. one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, which I think would be. I mean, that's, that's pretty, my, pretty I'm, that's sweet. That's the rig I'm building towards yeah, events. Yeah. Let's just be honest with ourselves. I mean, not not long ago, you were really hyped on uh, rack units in general. Right? I was hyped so, in rack. So, like, this uh, this might feed back into that yeah, uh, this is, this obsession. Is, this is exactly the uh, uh, what we needed to do to really uh, turn that obsession into more or less an addiction at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, because I also, if you notice the um, Real Tube Works um, RT100, is that the model number on that? I always forget what that is. I can't see it from here. Yeah, it's the yellow one right there. Looking at the rack unit, that's soon. RT921. That's right. The If anybody knows this, I don't think many people know about this. <laughs> the real tube uh, reverb, it's made by TubeWorks, the RT921. But it's basically a stereo spring reverb. Uh-huh. So two inputs, two outputs that you can either run as with full EQ, input and mix controls and output, right? So it's basically a preamp of sorts that you can run either uh, independently as two six straight six spring reverbs or twelve. Oh my god! Mono. <laughs> so you can go deep space spring reverb with that thing, and so I think I might try building that into the the dream unit because then I've got spring reverb, which will be great that I can control, and then a wet dry rig with the Kingsley stuff. Oh. The whole point of the story is the Kingsley stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, we digress. We digress. Uh, the Kingsley stuff is, so you have these preamps, right? They're almost now, in my brain, I'm thinking modular preamps because I was like, how's this going to work? So I went to the website. Kingsley's website's great. Okay. Um, but it also is from like ni- 1998. So it's really hard to like old school kind of like <laughs> menus and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the cat's from Canada and he is a hell of a guitar player. He's so good. And such a nice, nice gentleman i mean just a really nice guy um so no shade at the website but it's just a you know it's not modern day responsive design or anything so you need, really need to sit down yeah you know uh bring up the laptop you know before you go to bed or whatever so i went down this rabbit hole of reading about every single one of his pedals and then i realized he makes preamp pedals in all these different styles yeah. there's a dumbo style there's a black panel like fender deluxe style there's a Plexi style. Um, there's maybe a JCM 800 style. And so my thought was you could have like just this palette of preamps going into one power amp and have this really modular, like crazy, uh, flexible unit. Yeah. It's almost like uh, like trying to recreate the, like not, but, but modelers almost, but like, mm. um, but using like modular pedals instead. Cause, um, as being like an effects pedal fan, I like I can't get into the uh... can't get into modeling, right? No, but we can get into modular preamps. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think they're different enough that yeah. we're like, yep, um, that's a great shout. Yeah, so I'm kind of kind of tripping out on that right now. I couldn't imagine like in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, we could have some sort of MIDI controlled system with all these different preamps. And I think you know from what I learned about Kingsley pedals is a lot of people plug those right into their DAWs, like right directly. They use them as preamps and then plug right into their recording studios. Yeah. Um, maybe with a cabinet simulator in there. So I think, I think that's what he obviously intended it for. It's not like we discovered some sort of like a secret to the universe. Right. Like, oh, <laughs> sure. hey, hey, Ben, <laughs> there's this cool thing you can do. You can have all these different flavors of preamps. And <laughs> did you know that? <laughs> right. um, but yeah. So anyways, that's what we are 
That's what's new in well, my board right a, now in my kind of uh, uh, quest. What's going on with you, Vince? What's your question? Well, hold on. I have a question about that. Oh, so yeah. can you, like, thinking about it that way, um, I mean, in my mind, I love the idea of blending two amps to get, you know, a, a tone. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, could you take, because that's a stereo power amp, could you take two preamps and blend those tones and like use one to each side and get like a blended tone like whether you use like a blackface and a dumble circuit and they're going into different sides and you can kind of blend the tones together Um, or is that not going to work oh vince the possibilities are limitless (laughs) so in that case you absolutely could just like we run you know the my little wet dry rig i have set over there with um a princeton and a vox yeah 1,000% 1,000% you could do that. Because what you would do then is you would have your... It just depends on how you want to do your gain staging. If you want to do that dumbbell gain staging that I have set up there, right. I think it would be a little tough, although doable. But if you were going to run like a traditional one, yeah. like we do, uh, where we have pedals running into an amp, mm-hmm. yeah, you would just have um, gain stages, and then you'd have your split. So let's say um, we were running like the Gladio like right now, the Gladio and the Milner, yeah. and then we'd have the split, and then one would go into uh, one of his preamp pedals. So in this case, we'd go into a Dumble style, the Maiden D, and you know, down the road, uh, I was able to get a Surf or a another type of uh, preamp, maybe the black panel one. It would split, go into that one, and then maybe you wanted the Maiden, kind of the Dumble sound, to remain your dry sound. So uh-huh. then you would just go straight to the one side of the power amp, and then the other ones you would run into your modulation, and then that would go to the other side of the power amp. So then you'd have a Dumble style preamp, yeah. clean one, and you'd have a black panel style preamp, or you'd have a Vox style preamp. I'm not sure if Kingsley makes one, you know, whatever it is, but that's sure. 1000% possible. And you're, and your 410 is a stereo 410, right? Stereo so 410. you can have both of those blended coming out of the same cab. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> it's pretty rad, right? Because it's an old, <laughs> it's an old PV classic. Um, that was what I played in my last, the last band, well, the second last band I ever played in was a band called Gypsy Whistle. And um, that was my rig. I played that and then a PV classic 50 watt um, 410, like kind of half stack. Okay. I don't know if you've ever seen those, but it was the same tweed look, kind of the same aesthetic yeah, yeah. with the Oxblood grill cloth. Yeah. And um, yep. So it would, so just imagine me on stage, Vince, <laughs> with an amp that big stacked on top of another amp that big. Yeah. I mean, and the other amp had a silver uh, star painted on the front of it. Okay. Just like the cabinet over there. Oh, okay. That was our that was our that was our logo. Some really bad T-shirts made with a, that logo. Logo's <laughs> sweet though. And T-shirts were T-shirts pretty, are bad. Pretty bad. Um, but I think those were the days of like Microsoft clip art and paint or something. So we did the best we could <laughs> uh, with a very limited budget. Sure. <laughs> uh, zero budget. Um, but, but yeah. So yeah. So that was the rig, and that's a stereo. Um, cabinet so two yeah you're just I'm, basically getting wet dry out of the same cabinet which sick. I think is rad right yeah yeah all right well that was that answered my question I mean that opens up a world of world experimentation of um I mean new with me so yeah, like, what are you I kind of digressed um no no take it think right about it. yeah right now I'm uh I'm want to add another gain stage um because right now I'm just running the Kartaku warmer into oh you're still running it yeah i really uh, like that's a great pedal i really like that, that pedal. was like four or five episodes ago um and then uh just going into the the wonder 
uh, Red Rider, but I want to put uh, another drive stage in between there because I um, am dialing the drive way back on that warmer on the mm-hmm. on the tube screamer so dialing it way back so i want i want to have something like in between those because i do also love the like super saturated compressed sound of the warmer into the red rider as well for like so a super heavy the, distortion you're using the warmer almost just as like as a boost shaper it yeah. sounds like mm-hmm. so you're not yeah not getting a lot of gain out of it just a no. lot of yeah boost. yeah just a little bit of crunch too because yeah. um as you know i just got a, a new 112 too. Oh yeah, so the orange. Yeah, so it's just a, uh, an orange 112 with a V30, uh, vintage 30. Yep. Speaker. Yeah. Uh, and it's amazing. So uh, I mean, my with all the pedals off, it's really, really, really clean. And the warmer kicks on, it just gives it a little bit of crunch, a little bit of volume, and then some tone uh, shaping. And then the Red Rider gets me into like heavy distortion rock mode. Are you running? How much gain do you have on the Red Rider? A lot. <laughs> it's it's real heavy <laughs> but that's why that's why i was that's uh, why we're looking for some middle ground yeah, yeah i'm looking for some middle ground because yeah, yeah. i could dial up i mean at first i had the warmer dialed up a little bit more um and i was using it as like kind of in between um but i kind of want i like it dialed back and so now i want to try to find something in between and my thought is to go straight to the saucy box, which I absolutely love. Way huge saucy box. Mm-hmm. Um, That's such a great one of my favorite. One of yeah. my favorite drives, and um, we have them all, right? We actually don't have the just normal black and pink saucy box. Oh, we got to get that one. <laughs> and we, we're missing the chalky box. Then the chalky box, right? But we have um, all the other random, yeah, yeah, collectible we have, ones. We have the. Uh, I have the blacked out, the murdered out, black murdered one, out yeah. uh, saucy box. We both have. The pink and black one. The pink, yeah, the bright pink and black yeah. one. And we also both have the hard clipping, the black and brown hard clipping. Oh, yeah, we've got them all. Um, but they yeah, the and the, they have like the special versions of like the the beer. Oh, the the uh, the pedal movie um, beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, I, I dude, I saw one like I saw, a month ago. I saw one on Reverb. We probably saw the same yeah. one, and it was like a reasonable price for that pedal. Yeah. That I was like, I might just have to jump on it. Um, just to complete the collection. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah gotta for put, sure complete the saucy box collection but anyway so like i'm working on that right now um and uh as you know i got a new modulation pedal that we'll probably go over in a future oh, yeah. episode future episode um sorry let's just go ahead and cue everybody in it is our first which is crazy our first old blood noise endeavors pedal yeah which is insane i, I don't I know. know why we don't have any i thought it was crazy because um i've been i mean i've been eyeing a bunch of their pedals they're um they have a very unique aesthetic to their pedals with like the their knobs and stuff um and this was one that I saw, which is also weird because we talked about it on a previous episode where I'm not a huge trem guy. Yeah. And ended up getting the old Blood Noise Endeavors white cap. Yep. Um, and so I've been messing with that a lot. Um, unfortunately, when I got it, I had it shipped to me. Um, part of it is not working because it's a dual. It's an yeah. at, We'll go over a little bit of it. But anyways, it's a digital and analog pedal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the analog side is not functioning completely. So I just got to get it fixed and yep. then um, I'll be jamming it. But I've been jamming it. I've been jamming that a lot. Um, and I've been using it um, really, really lightly, really lightly in my tone, almost the way I would always use a chorus to just kind of mm. give a little bit of movement and um, brightness yep. to an overall tone, even with like the heavy distortion. Yeah. Um, and I've been doing that with a trim and I think it sounds so cool. And so I've been really digging that like almost to the point where it's, 
like always on part of the tone type thing. But, um, so yeah, uh, been messing around with that lately. And then, um, I think that's like the, the two big things that I'm changing in my board right now. Yeah. Uh, there's not a whole lot else going on. I, um, I do have another pedal incoming tomorrow. Oh, buddy. This is exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, found another one for like a good price. And this one, I wasn't like, oh, I should probably get this. I just bought it right away. Yeah, as soon yeah, as I yeah. saw it, I was like, yeah, that's a good price for that pedal. So I nice. bought it. Nice. Um, that's awesome, man. Yeah. And that I, one I can talk about because it's like that one. It's not a lot of people have it. And yeah, it's yeah. Um, you see a lot of bands use it for in between songs as a, like a noise generator. But it's the Electro Harmonics Freeze pedal. You're getting a freeze? Yeah. I've wanted a freeze forever. <laughs> I know. I've seen everybody with them. I was like, dude, they're those things so are so rad. They're so cool. So I ended up buying the price is really good on those. Yeah. Um, I ended up finding one for a hundred. Oh, this is yeah. So the freeze is legend. Yeah, I know. So which like like I said, everyone kind of knows about that pedal and a lot of people have them. And I was like, if I found one that was in good shape for fairly cheap, and I was like, Yeah, I'm just gonna get one because they're sick. Yeah, this is awesome. Actually, this might be a good segue into the um, uh, Andy Timmons Halo. Oh, right. Because it has a freeze function on it. Does it? Yeah. So I've never used it. <laughs> Hence, this but isn't really a, a deep dive into it. Right, because there's it a exists. lot going on in the uh, the Halo. So there is a lot going on in the Halo. And I, I, I think the reason we want to talk about it is... It, I think it's a, for me, it's an important pedal because like, you know, you and I often, we shop on reverb, right? Yeah. A lot. All the time. All the time. Because our thought is, yeah, you know, you can, it's almost like a pedal rental service because uh-huh. you can get a pedal if you buy it used and you can always kind of maybe sell it back. You lose some of the fees, but you know, maybe in so, realistically you lose five, 10 bucks or something and you get to try a pedal out. Um, that's kind of cool. That's yeah. a rental service, right? It, yeah, it's a revolving door of pedal experimentation. It's a revolving door of ex- pedal experimentation with a fairly kind of low cost of entry, you know, because if you, if you buy a used pedal, you can almost always get your money back. But with the Halo, I made a statement. <laughs> Sorry, before you go too far. Yeah. Is that like, uh, I don't want to say uh, coping mechanism, but is that how you just, we can justify the investment of guitar pedals? Oh, yeah, so you, 1,000%. Like, I feel like I do that to my, like, I justify it to myself saying, like, I could easily just sell this for what I bought it for or more oh, Yeah. in the future. Yeah. And um, that's how, uh, like, I explain that to Sheena as well, and that's the only way I can get away with it. Yeah, it's it's a, um, I feel like, I feel like, no, it's 1000%. That's what okay. it is. I just feel like, uh, like I'm a steward, like of these pedals for just right now. But yeah, if you know, I mean, also there could be a very good argument over the last, if your money was in, um, effects pedals and not in the stock market, you made money. That's true. <laughs> you know, if you're sitting on, you know, uh, maybe, uh, half a million dollars in, uh, effects pedals versus, a half a million dollars anywhere in the stock market. You know, the stock market lost like 20% or something. Uh, maybe not 20%. Eh, maybe, no, I'm not sure. I'm not good at math, but <laughs> it went down quite a bit. Sure. So I kind of, you know, sure. That's yeah. how we justify okay. it. Yeah. Right. Sorry, dude. Sorry to, uh, no, you're, you're 1000% right. But, yep. but you can always sell it. Um, and you, you know, buy used, sell used, whatever. But the halo is a different one. Sure. Okay. So the halo, yeah. and this is why it's an important pedal is, um, I went out, I wasn't actually going to get it, Mm -hmm. right? And then I started watching YouTube demos. And YouTube demos really don't 
do a lot for me. Um, you know, I just, I, I, I you know, I kind of need to play it myself because, like, I don't play, like, anybody on YouTube, you know? I kind of have my own thing. You have your own thing. That's it. I don't play, like, Peter Thorne. I don't play, uh, like, any of those guys that are just, or, or yeah. Andy. I mean, I love Andy's demos because he's Andy's demos, and he's just a wonderful guy from yeah. Portland. But I don't play his guitar as good as those guys. No, and that's an important thing, too, because there's a, um, a few reviews that I've watched. There's a fellow reviewer specifically that I love watching his reviews, but I am in love with his playing style so much mm. that every pedal that he touches just sounds like gold to me right and i'm like i don't know if i'll actually like that pedal so i have to like watch other reviews um and so it's like i think it's important to watch a few different ones because uh yeah like you might like especially because you don't play like a lot of the people yeah, that you watch no. but um yeah go ahead oh yeah so i, I was just, just saying i don't so youtube like reviews never really do it for me but i watched the andy timmons ones mostly i think because you know he's playing with the uh that pedal show band and with mick and dan who i just adore as human beings yeah um and he sat down with them for an hour and and i was like you know what i don't know need to know anything more about the pedal i mean it really could have been just garbage Uh uh-huh all i need to know about is i like this guy right i like andy timmons a lot yeah um he is a good dude and so i was like you know what i'm gonna go support him I'm going to go support the collaboration and I'm going to go support a local shop. So yeah. I went to Flipside and I bought it new. I love that. You know? Yeah. And for no other reason other than to support a musician and a collaborator with a builder and uh, the local store that and sold local it. Store, shop. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we talk about shopping on Reverb a lot and you mentioned that and I bought a Redwich pedal MSRP from Moncton. Moncton. Yeah. And, you know, as much as we like getting good deals on pedals, we do also highly support local shops um yeah for that reason and it's like and i agree it is important that if you like a a builder or like um you know something they do even if um maybe if it's not necessarily their pedals but you like what um some other part of what they do and you want to support that i think it's important to to do that yeah totally and then and then just getting it from a shop was a wonderful experience too because we go to flipside all the time yeah and their best margins are probably, I mean, they probably have good margins on the used pedals because the way, what they buy them for. But, you know, I was like, we go down there, they're, we'll just sit and talk to them for an hour and <laughs> yeah. not buy a darn thing. I was going to say, we, I go into a shop all the time and walk out with nothing. It's, yeah. I think it's important to go in and uh, support them. And buy something new from them. To um, make sure that shop stays there so I can keep going there and trying every pedal that I see. <laughs> oh, totally. Totally. Flipside's a great shop. So anyways, that was the, the pedal purchase. And I'm very proud of it. Um, Maybe not proud, proud is the wrong word, but I'm just excited about the pedal. I'm excited uh, for Andy. I'm excited for Robert Keeley. Uh, if you've ever heard any interviews with him, he's just a really, just a cool dude. Also just kind of iconic legend in the, mm-hmm. in the biz. Yeah. Um, and Flipside Music. So I'm just excited about that. But um, I, maybe we should talk a little bit about the pedal. Um, there's a lot going on, just like you said. And yeah. we just started experimenting with it. So there's, it's two delay engines. Yep. So you can, and then each... And it's capable of each delays holding, I think, four presets. So you have a total of eight presets. Uh, there's an external um, switch that allows you to replicate the A and B switches that are on the pedal. So if you want to run like a uh, analog endeavors extension on it, there's an expression pedal uh, input. So you can control basically any parameter 
um, the amount of the parameter, uh, the expression pedal. And that's what Andy Timmons does. He just controls the level of it. Uh-huh. So he controls bit, kind of the mix of, of what's going on live, which I think is, is rad. And then there's the standard um, five kind of delays on there, which is like modulation, level, repeat, saturation. I forget what they all are. I think the coolest thing is the rhythm. There's like the, the um, bucket brigade style rhythm, uh, a dotted eighth, a quarter note, and the halo rhythm which is Andy's signature rhythm. Okay. Right? Yeah. So his his whole rig used to be kind of, I think, two deluxe memory men feeding each other in stereo. And right. so that kind of gave it that, um, it sounds like reverb, but it's just delay feeding into delay. Yeah, yeah. It, it's uh, they're, uh, in series. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's almost like a galloping. Um, yeah, it's like a uh, kind of a, a galloping delay effect. Yeah. But it feathers into each other. Yeah. Um, and so it sounds like this big, expansive reverb. And what's cool about it is it doesn't get in the way of your note. Yeah. It's crazy. And we talked about, uh, when we talked about this, I mean, that was like one of the first things you said where, um, I mean, if you play a, a short staccato note, like it sounds, um, like a multi-head kind of gallop thing. Going yeah. On, yeah. Right? And it, uh, it's a little bit, um, probably not what you expected, but then once, like if you're playing something sustaining, if you're like soloing, you're right. Like you hear the note, there's a, there's clarity in the note, but the delay is there and it, I mean, it's definitely there and it's beautiful. Yeah. It sounds amazing. so good. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's incredible. Um, and then I think, you know, the way Andy explains it is there's some sort of EQing going on. So it sounds like it gets underneath your note. So more, I don't want to say analogy, but tapey. So it's not as okay. bright maybe, yeah. but then it starts to detune in modulation. So uh-huh. it starts to modulate. And so it's actually detuning. So you're, and he describes it as a halo and it really just kind of wraps your note with this kind of bloomy, uh, ethereal thing underneath. I don't yeah. know. And the, what's cool about it is, is like you plug the pedal in yeah. and you get that preset. That's the first thing that comes on. I yeah. just love that. It's amazing. Well, and yeah, truly the, when you talk about halo being around the note, yeah, that, yeah. it describes it perfectly. Cause it's so hard to describe other than that. But like once you play it and you're like, Oh yeah, that totally like, I get that. Yep. Yep. It's like a little, it's like a warm mother's blanket that wraps you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, maybe that's a bit far. Although I heard Jerry Garcia's um, plane described as that, which I think was accurate. Um, <laughs> You know, he's very melodic and you just kind of follow him and he shows you around. Um, but Andy Tim was, yeah, it was just amazing. So anyways, we probably should take a deeper dive truly into the halo, but you should just, if you're thinking about a delay pedal there, you you know, and you want to support a great builder and a great musician and a, just a great dude um, in a local shop, go pick it up. It's yeah. definitely worth the exploration. Yeah. Also, if you're coming here to, for us to tell you not to buy a pedal, you're probably coming to the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. So in all honesty, but it's <laughs> that's uh, real true. You know, um, it's just a cool pedal. Uh, we're excited to explore it more. Um, I think we're kind of coming up also on time here, Vince, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, share this podcast. Uh actually, if you're listening and Andy's out there, uh Andy, thanks for making such a great collaboration with Robert Keeley, and thanks, Robert, uh, for 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 doing it. It's just a rad, rad pedal. Anything else, Vince? No. Uh, Check out our Instagram. Yeah. Check out our website. Yep. Hit the newsletter up and uh, share this with a, share this with a friend. Get the word out. That's right. All right. Well, that is uh, a somewhat exciting dive (laughs) into the uh, Robert Keeley, Andy Timmons signature halo. And I'm Justin. I'm Vince. And go out and get that pedal.